Hello, mother funkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. I'm back in Blighty. She's back. You've been back. You were back last week, but it's good to know you're still here. I recorded last week in Italy. No brain again. No, all right. Shelley's had her hair done. She looks like her out of the old Liechtenstein, don't you? Hey, takes years off you, Shelley. I look like a cut oh, an animation. Actually, that's that's a compliment to look like an animation. Thank you. I'll take it. I told her she was very reluctant. She's always my hairdresser is very reluctant to take length off me. I don't know why because you know it's a bit yeah. You could have taken done. more length off to be honest with you. No, but okay. And I go and a bit more please because it's hot. You know, I've, I found my mane really quite hot in this weather. Just mm. just lob it off. Just take it off. It still still would be classified as long. If I wanted to go for a blow dry, I would have to pay for the you know the long hair tariff, which is always sad. But yes, I'm enjoying being blonde again. Good. I'm enjoying looking at you. So that's good. Win win. Do you, are you aware of the shortage of mustard? Dijon in particular? I'm not, Shirley, no. But I haven't had Dijon in my fridge for yonks. Well, I wasn't aware of it until my, so my willing partner is obsessed with Dijon. She has it with most things, like things you wouldn't even think. Yeah. And so it's always in the fridge. Yeah. And she went into panic last week. She couldn't find any. And she goes, it's none of the shops. What's going on? <gasps> and it's actually a thing. It's actually Quelle a thing. Horror. Quelle horror. She managed to get her hands on some organic Dijon in some sort of, you know, overpriced shop. Mm, sure. Area. Yeah, there is a shortage in part due to the climate crisis. Um, it's too hot for crops. They're down 50% in, in the area of Dijon and in Canada, which is the second biggest supplier. And in part, um, the war. Who knew? I know. So I was actually- at um, Scrummy Mummy Mansions today and I got fed a lovely sort of, I'd say it's a white bean mint and feta paste on a sort of toasted cheer batter. And it was lovely. It was very garlicky. And then I got a very garlicky salad, which again, I really enjoyed, but I managed to get I both clothes in one mouthful. There was no need for so much garlic, I have to say. It was I a enjoyed bean, it. It was a broad bean that my son actually podded for you. He loves to pod a bean. Well, it was um, really lovely. It was a sort of really lovely sort of a vegetarian lunch chez toi. I thought this is really nice. So many flavours, so so many textures. How glorious. Thank you. I will be coming again. Polio's back. Yeah, I saw that. It's not good. It's really not good. Northeast London, um, they've noticed it in the sewage, apparently. So we just have to check. I mean, I think my baby one has been vaccinated. Isn't it part of the six? Uh, yeah, I think we we were as well. There is a way to check. Yeah, to look- but they are slightly worried about it. So we need to look out for yeah, we, it. We did, yeah. Our kids are and we were because it was quite, as we mentioned in one of our podcasts, our headmistress had it as a child. Exactly. The generation before us. So then they really looked out for our generation. And the last case was spotted in 1984 which was going back a day or two now, Shelley, going back a day or two. But what I love is um, Shelley and I have a paediatrician. She's on speed dial. We love her. Any Anything oh, wrong with our children. Her. She loves us. We Do just get her on line one. Any time of day. She was on BBC News talking about it. Talking about us? No, darling. Talking about polio. Sorry. So, you know, any questions? Just ping she's her on WhatsApp. A, she's got in her photo gallery, she's got pictures of my son's scrotum. Yeah, me too. His ass. Me, my son's she, one. Oh, yeah. I mean, chicken pox. And then she now has, my daughter has joined her um, photo gallery. And I every time I go, I won't do this again. This is the last time I absolutely promise. Sorry for the hour. I know it's 4am, but we've just been bouncing for about half an hour. 
Yeah, listen, she's great. And I really, I, I really loved seeing her face on TV. I mean, it's horrible news and quite alarming news, what with everything else. But I thought, oh, there we are. There she is. Lovely. So there we go. So Kate Bush is running No, I was about to talk about Kate Bush. Go on then. Well, okay then. But I'm just saying, has made number one and it only took 36 years. 37. Okay, smart ass. She was on the radio yesterday and she said 36. 37. She gave a very rare interview to Women's Hour that I actually listened to. I listened to it again today. Just saying. You're amazing. You think you're a fan, Shirley? I found you. Uh, Doesn't she sound lovely, though? I mean, what a lovely woman. So down to earth. It's a very rare interview. She rarely gives interviews. So all all the media have sort of done spin-offs from that interview she gave old bunting what's her name Barnett. emma bunting no her name is not emma bunting no no her name is definitely not are you, are you talking about emma bunting of the spice girls I'm, I'm talking about the very but no she's lovely and i love that her child thinks she's cool she said yeah my son does actually think i'm really cool 20 years old called bertie lovely also it is a very 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 cool song it's one of my favorites running up that hill after 37 years has managed to get to number one it's my favorite song she says she very well it's great the fact that she doesn't really listen to her own music but why would you i suppose i also like the fact that she leaves her mobile phone at home yeah we might have to tell listeners why it's taken 37 years to get to number one why it's taken 36 and a half years to get to number one 37 years it's because she is in stranger things Uh, there's a really poignant scene apparently the last series i think which i think is series four she her the cassette goes in and it's a really difficult moment i haven't seen it i'm just listening to you know and apparently it's a moment they use the song she signed off on it and now all the younger generation are absolutely obsessed with running up that hill by kate bush and they're asking their parents either way she originally called make a deal with god which she still stands by as being the title of the song. Yeah. But of I, course, you know, music execs at the time said, listen, set the religious sensitivity, be yeah. careful. We're going to censor you. Don't censor yourself, but we're going to censor you. I and prefer yeah. the title, Make a Deal with God, actually. I'm really pleased that she was on. Great Kate. Absolutely fantastic to hear. And listen, if you can listen to the interview with Emma Bunting, do, because as I say, it's a very rare... Emma Barnett. Her name's Emma Barnett. Really? Just saying, Shirley, we're going to get picked up on these things. You know it, we're going to get picked up on these things by, if not your willing partner, then my unwilling partner. All of my willing partner's aunties ceased to listen to Radio 4 since the old guard left. Really? Just not for them. Fair enough. I think Jane Garvey was the one we should, you know, we just stopped after Garvey. Is that what you just said? Yeah. I'm so sorry. This is like an old people's home. I actually can hear you, but because we speak in tongues, in pigeon tongues, as it were, we just don't understand what's going on. Speaking of which, Shelley took me to Rhyme Time today at Peckham. Um, It was in the Dulwich Library and it was fun. There were lots of mothers in a circle. Two women, Barmy, you know, we sort of know their types from before, although I've never actually seen them before. They turn up, they give you a yoga mat if you haven't got your own blanket. To celebrate Windrush, they decided that it was quite appropriate to start singing Me donkey want play, me donkey want eat, me donkey got no teeth, me donkey want... And we were laughing so much. And then we sung Brown Girl in the Ring. I mean... And, and the thing is, it's you just have to be careful because it's a whole circle of well, it was completely white. And it was. It's quite diverse. It that 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 particular rhyme time is quite diverse, and it just wasn't this afternoon. No. So then the two sort of white ladies start singing "Brown Girl in the Ring." We're looking down at our feet, and then one of the diverse ladies walks in. She's just a bit late, and then they look to her and start beckoning her. Yes, you. 
brown girl in the ring. Come, I just couldn't boy. believe that. I was so hot. And actually, it was one of these days that you think starts off, it's like, oh, it's a bit cooler today. Fine. No. So, no, it was really, it was a very close day. It was clammy. And I just thought, I can't deal with this. I've got a film so, of sweat. They're so lovely. They just mean so well. Of course they do. And it was, but it was just like her just saying, me donkey don't play, me donkey won't eat, me donkey got no teat. I thought, actually, I don't know if this is appropriate, but I did enjoy it, as did my son. Yeah, we were all, we were all sort of hot and sort of awkward. Uncomfortable. <laughs> One thing that I find quite funny, I've been laughing with my unwilling willing. By the way, we're celebrating five years of marriage today. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm just saying we haven't given each other a card, a present or anything, but um, we will do. We celebrate on the day that our wedding was, which was on the 1st of July. But anyway, I'm just saying, speaking of my unwilling partner, we were laughing because, you know, it was ongoing sort of threat with my three-year-old about bringing in the sleep fairy. Oh, yes. Yes. Where are you at now? Now he wants to know what the sleep fairy looks like. Because obviously I've been saying for a long time, well, I'm going to text the sleep fairy. I'm going to pull the sleep fairy. Those tears are drying up. But I said, he goes, okay, I want to see what the sleep fairy looks like. So I just Googled Bertie Carvel, Mrs. Trunchbull, Matilda. And I said, there you go. And it's just him holding up girlies by their, you know, pigtails. And I said, there you go. And he goes, oh, she's got a funny face. I said, yeah, she does. And what are those children doing? I thought, gosh, he's just mocking me. And I said, do you not think she's quite scary? Yeah, she looks quite big. But she's all, And I said, do you not find her quite scary? He said, not really. No, she's very funny. And then he just found it absolutely hilarious. So it really backfired on me. You know who I always found really terrifying and still kind of do is the Wicked Witch of the West from um, Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> and, you know, still that face is just terrifying. Yeah, she is terrifying, as is Miss Hannigan from Annie. Yeah, yeah. She's quite terrifying. In fact, yeah, yeah, she is quite terrifying. But yeah, listen, what else would you Google? It's very difficult for me. I'm really pleased that that's now no longer your secret. Well, no, no, no. It still keeps him quiet, but it doesn't work quite as well, to be honest. But I thought, you know, that picture, that image was strong enough. But he just thought, obviously, it's just too much of a joke picture. Never mind. Lasted a while. Have you heard that a Spanish seaside resort has made it illegal to urinate in the sea? They, no. I don't know how they're going to enforce this. They also don't know. But if they catch wind or drift or, you know, whiff. Yeah, for, sure. For, I get, I'm getting the puns here. Then, yeah, yeah. You're getting it. That, that you have urinated in the sea. It carries €750 Euro fine. It follows another Spanish seaside um, town that's done this. There's absolutely no way. How on earth can you tell someone's taking a pee in the sea? But is it, don't, isn't, isn't the clue in just like, you know, sort of going in just, just above the waist? Well, just above the... But how the, can they prove it? And you're being very still and then your eyes sort of go slightly bossed. Yeah, you'd have to be up quite close. And indeed, if you were in the water, then you'd definitely know if you were close up. It gets very warm, doesn't I it? I think there's nothing wrong with the pee in the sea. I don't. Apparently, ecologically... There is a problem. Oh, is there? Yeah. It's, I was reading about it. It's a bit of a bore. They seem to have it in for the British tourists. Yeah. They don't want us and yet still they want us. I think they've had enough. They're they're banning all sorts of things. Clothing that sort of promotes drunken behaviour. Make of that what you will. It's all very vague. But um, they're trying to single out the British in particular. What, like the hot pants and the crop top? Yeah, and I guess the wife beater. Who doesn't have a wife beater on holiday? I love it. I've got I've got loads for my children this summer. It's a very, very strong look. Hangs just below the nipple on both of them. 
my mother-in-law is obviously so jealous of the fact that your son was able to ride a bike. He was sped past recently, figures of eight, no stabilizers, that she's gone out and bought, bought exactly the same bike for him, for my one, for her grandson. She did email me asking. Did she? I said, I said, don't go for this bike because it's a bit expensive, actually. And you can oh, get she's gone for that bike. It's exactly the same as your bike, except it's a different colour, apparently. Ours was, yeah, ours was sort of gifted. I suppose yours is gifted, but that's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, so this week she's been taking him out because she's about to go to Italy. She's been taking him out every day. And I have to say, considering that my son is quite a sensitive Sally at the best of times and just not a real, he's not very sportive, is it? I mean, he looks quite sportive, but he's not actually very sportive. He's been doing really well. But she says there's a guy in Battersea Park who guarantees that he can teach your children how to ride a bike within the day. I think he charges £110. You drop him off in the morning or drop her off in the morning, pick them up in the afternoon and they can ride a bike. And actually, having seen my one this week after two days, I think, yeah, I believe it. I'll keep the 110 and give myself a broken keep back. Your, I was about to say, keep your 110. Yeah. It's very, I think it's a lot easier than people think. I think so, the problem is the stabilizers set you back. Because the guy I bike- was I had stabilizers until I was 13, possibly but 15. That, and that's why you couldn't ride until you were 13. He, they said stabilizers. No, no, no. I they, love them though. I really yes, did. You were using them until you were 13. Possibly if 17. you don't have stabilizers, you learn how to balance. I suppose, I suppose. But it's amazing how quickly these days the kids learn stuff. I mean, he's three. I just, anyway, so there we are. Because of your son, my son can now ride a bike. Isn't that funny? But not they nothing to do with me. Together. Hey, next holiday, Ray. But do you Boy, know what? I was thinking about this, seriously. You know what? Because you get a bike with a thing on the back. So you put her in the back, little one, your little gâteau in the back. And then, yeah, it's actually really lovely. It's no, we, cycling it's holidays our- for us. Absolutely. Let's do it. So I think I'm... I'm going to tell our listeners about something that I may or may not be involved in. The reason I'm going to bring it up is because I will find out in a week whether I am involved. And if I'm not, then there's no point mentioning it. So I was approached a couple of months ago by a production company because they discovered, I don't know whether they Googled me, but they discovered that I was a second generation Palestinian Mm. living in England. Quite specific. That's what they were looking for to make a show similar to who do you think you are yeah you get they, they're looking for three palestinians and three israelis and they want to go back to the promised land and retrace and retell a story so they're looking for the most sort of dynamic interesting stories and by that i mean they want a death in there they want violence they want loss they want tears mm. So three on each side, and then they'll go back. They'll do all the research. You're not allowed to. So basically, they've gone out. They've sent a crew out to Jordan, where my family are. And I've got three surviving uncles who are actually older than the state of Israel. Wow. They were born there, along with my mother. And they were booted out in 1948. And they've sent a, a crew over to interview them and get the stories. I've not heard anything because it's all secret. Because the idea is they then take me out there and say did you know x y and z and then i have to listen to it for the first time and react and those tears the they will fall yeah. even when i was talking to the director about why i wanted to do it i was i was yeah moving. oh i um, really anyway. hope but do you know where you are in the running of it shelly i am down i'm shortlisted so they've uh, i'm down to the heavy penciled heavy pencil we've been here before shelly we have we've been, been here, here before, before. 
They're looking for three Palestinians. They've got six. So it's 50-50. I really am I, keeping my I, fingers and legs crossed for you because I think it would be amazing. I think it would be amazing as a story. I think it'd be interesting. But also... um. For yourself I'd love to hear the stories I'd love the stories to because my memory's so bad so when I do ask my uncles you know they tell me one year and by the following year I've forgotten so much detail that so to have those stories you know and would they so they take you back to Palestine would they or would they take you to Jordan and tell you back. the stories no no they wouldn't take me to Jordan I'm taking myself to Jordan next just, yeah they'll take me to Palestine and I said I've always wanted to go I've never gone to real Palestine you know I've, I've gone mm. to went to a Jewish wedding in Tel Aviv it really doesn't count no and um as an as a Palestinian experience is that when you told them that their hummus wasn't up to scratch and I told them I told I told one of the soldiers that hummus was better in Jordan because the Israelis put too much tahina in and And what did they what do they do to you Shirley they they took me in for questioning and I missed my flight there we are. This is what happens. Keep yeah. your mouth strum. But listen, that aside, tahini and hummus aside, I really, really, really hope you get it. I do mean it, Shirley. I really hope you get it. But I thought it was worth mentioning because I'll know next week. And if mm. I haven't, then I would never mention this. No. And I think it's something interesting that they, I did ask, I go, how did you find me? Did you Google Shirley and Shirley? <laughs> and they said, we can't say our research has found you. But yes, you were found on the Wicked Wild the dark Wicked Web. web. Yeah, the Wicked Wild World. That's interesting as well. Here we are, Shelley. Put researchers on, on, on the case and you start Googling and, you know, Google and you will find. What's your winner winner for the week, Shelley? I feel like I've done a lot of talking just now. How about your winner winner? Let's kick off with Yao. Let's start with my dead duck, shall we? Sure, sure. My husband has just started a new job this week, which is brilliant for him. Not so much for me. It means that he starts very early. He's out the house. No WFHing for him, which means that I'm on drop offs and pickups at the moment until we apparently until we find out a schedule that suits us both. And it's absolutely effing exhausting. And I have to say it's awful, awful because I have to also wake up the kids I have to wake up the kids to change them and then they both just go fall back into a slumber it's fair enough if they're having to go to school or they're teenagers or whatever it's too early for all this we're not ready we are not ready as a family so there will be people if people are listening with children they will not i mean young children they will not believe that you have to wake up your children my children are like their mama they're late to bed they're late up i mean when i say late to bed they go to bed probably about i don't know an hour and a half later than most kids and they wake up about an hour and a half later than most kids. And that's and also we have been on holiday, so they really are on Mediterranean time. But yeah, it's been really a, an absolute killer this week. And because of these effing tube and train strikes, it means the traffic is bad, so we're walking. And I chose the nursery, which is absolutely brilliant, but it's the other side of Battersea. So it's, you know, 40-minute round trip. Very good for my um, steps, but not so good for, you know... The tea. No, exactly. Never. Nine o'clock in the morning. And I've had visitors this week. But all sorts. It's been a busy week. But I'm just saying, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. I don't know what I'm going to do. Find another husband? Does he have to leave his job? Who knows? I need a winner, winner. Um, I was struggling to think of one, actually. I think it's just the fact that we're sort of, oh, maybe actually five-year mile, five-year anniversary. That's quite nice, isn't it? Five-year milestone. That's nice. Will you go out for a dinner? We'll go out for a dinner. We won't celebrate tonight. But as I say, we celebrate on the night that we got married. 
And we what will go. Doing? Actually, we are yeah. going for dinner, but we're going with another couple who are celebrating their 17 years on the 2nd of July. That's they don't cool. know it's our anniversary. They just gave us these dates. So one of them just happened to be the 1st of July. And I thought, actually, okay. you know what? F it. Let's go out as a quarter head. That's different because it's a bit weird if you start so early on in proceedings doing double dates on your anniversary. That's lovely. If it yeah. was a fluke and just by chance, why not? Uh, yours, Shelley? My winner winner has to be the fact that I'm back. Not only are you back, yeah, which also doubles up as my dead duck. Oh dear. The fact that I went and I went to a pawn shop the other day. I went to a pawn shop. There's this little She's talking about pawn as in gold as opposed to um, you know. Oh, oh please. Uh, anyone who knows me knows I do not do the P-O-R-N. No, P-A-W-N. And it's this little unassuming shop on the Lordship Lane. Just, just betwixt Joe and the Juice and uh, Megan's. Very unassuming little window. And they buy, they don't sell. We buy gold, you knack a doll jewellery, and we change battery watches. That's why I went in there, to change my battery watch. I saw this. So the next time I went in with a piece, I wanted to know if they were crypts or not. So I went in with a piece of silver, a piece of white gold, platinum, and yellow gold. You're like the three kings, aren't you? Price these for me. And... To be honest, he was pretty spot on because I've had um, certain things valued before. I said, whilst we're here then, he goes, I said, you can't have those. They belong to me, grandma. I said, but this, an old dodgy man gave me this. How much? And I walked away with um, 11 pinks. 11 so, pinks? That was not bad, me, Shirley. He told me that the um, diamonds were absolutely worthless, that I could have those back. So I said, all right, give them back. I'll put them in my teeth. He said that he wasn't interested in my silver, worthless, and he, nor was he interested in platinum, worthless, gone through the floor. He goes, all that he's interested in is white and yellow gold. The price is really good at the moment. So if anyone needs an extra buck, has got some old jewels from some undesirables that they, they, they I have can. To say, your situation is quite unique to just have old jewels given to you by undesirables. I mean, people who have jewels have either inherited them or gone out and bought them, i.e. they want to keep them. But no, it's good to, where is this place? They can just text you, DM her, DM the wife. She just likes to go in there. She's been in there twice a week. Twice a day for the last week. No, I got no because my dead duck is. Then I went back to my treasure box and I started going, What else can I pull? Because it was so easy. It's just like I love a quick buck. And actually, money for nothing. It was the rest of it was um, really sentimental. I just couldn't and I wouldn't. So there. And you mustn't. And I mustn't. And who, what undesirable is going to buy me a jewel these days? Ooh, who knows? I wouldn't, yeah. Oh, you don't think that chapter's closed? No, I don't. I really oh, don't. Oh, Charles. That's great. Two compliments in one podcast. I love it. Who knew? Let's end it there. Let's end it right there. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Tuning in to Tune Out. This is the solstice, isn't it? The summer solstice. Dance then, wherever you may be. I am the lord of the dance at he. Guys, we're actually releasing a CD soon of our music. So DM us for more deets. Thank you so much for listening. Shirley, lovely to have you back. I mean, sorry, lovely to be back. She's she's trying to put words into my mouth. Okay, Shirley, it's really lovely to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Ciao, ciao, guys. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson. Produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.